Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. God opened my ears and I was listening to what people will be preaching about today ah. in those churches. Oh, yes. How Jesus rose from the dead. Hallelujah. <laughs> I said, Lord, that's, that's powerful. He said, no, 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 no. That's not the story for today. So I said, wait a minute. I thought that's what we are celebrating. He said, don't forget. His rising up was not for himself. Oh, yes. Amen. His rising up was for you and for me. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. So he said, it's about you today. He said, what? Wow. Romans chapter 4. I'm trying to see where to start from and where to stop. My problem is every Sunday I can start from Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1. (laughs) To the book of Revelation, chapter 22. Because I I don't like people who just pick a verse and cheat everybody. Because a verse is in a chapter. The chapter is in a book. The book is in a testament. The testament is in the Bible. Oh, yes. So when you use that principle, you discover that you cannot, you cannot talk about the verse without talking about the chapter, yes. without talking about the book, without talking about the testament. Oh, yes. So it becomes very difficult. Where do I start from? Where do I stop? Yes. But you see, the story I want to, to ask, look at is about Abraham. From verse number 13. But if you read very carefully, you discover that the story starts from verse number 1 there. It's not even from verse 1, from chapter 3. It continues. But I'll just read from verse number 13. All the way to verse number 25. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law waketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. So if they don't put 60 kilometers per hour on that stretch of the road, and you do 65 no one will penalize you because there's no law. The only reason why they will penalize you is because they put a law. This is the speed limit. When you break it, there's a transgression. But there's nothing wrong driving at 67 kilometers an hour. Perfect. Because your car, probably some of you goes to 240. When you look at your speedometer, it says this vehicle can handle 240. 
Is that making sense? So doing 67, 80 per hour, it's not a problem to the car. It's the speed limit which they set on that section of the road. When you break the speed limit, it becomes a transgression. But tomorrow when they wake up and say, no, 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 we've changed our mind. Today you'll be doing 120 k's here. They will not penalize you. So transgression is tied to the law. Are we together so far? Therefore, it is of faith that it might be grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. So, Apostle Paul is arguing here that God had a big problem. Because he began by telling Abraham that he was going to be a father of what? Many nations. And yet, this same God had a problem. He didn't go to those many nations and gave them the law. He only gave the law to the nation of Israel. So, if the promise, if, if, if righteousness was going to come by the law, then there's a problem. It's only the Jews who had the law who could have been saved because they had the law. You didn't have the law in Indonesia. You didn't have the law in Australia. We didn't have the law in Malawi. So we had no means by which we could qualify under the law system. So God says, I've made this guy, Abraham, the father of many nations. And yet when it came to giving the law, I didn't give you the whole earth the same law. The law was only given to the Jews. So if they could have become righteous by keeping the law, then heaven would have, would have been full of only Jews. Oh, yes. Problem number two, God would have been a liar. Because how do you make Abraham a father of many nations and then you only save one nation? Yes, amen. That would have made God a liar. So God says, no, 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 no. The way we're going to fix the problem is that Abraham must have a righteousness of faith. Why? Because any nation on earth can believe yeah. without having to follow the Jewish law. Oh, yeah. oh. It's easy to believe. It's easy to receive. It's easy to confess with your mouth. The Lord Jesus. It's easy. Oh, yes. Other than trying to keep the Mosaic law, which was only given to the Jews. Someone was asking me, why don't you keep the law? I said, that's madness. I said, why? It's in the Bible. I said, no. Read again. Find me one verse which says, and God appeared on Mount Mulanje in Malawi <laughs> and gave them the Ten Commandments. Amen. <laughs> There's not even one verse. So why should I bother? If he was really interested for me to follow the law, he would have appeared on Mount Mulanj. Yeah. In Malawi. And gave us the Ten Commandments. So it's like you're asking people in Fiji to behave like according to the laws of Australia. (laughs) It won't work. (laughs) Are we together so far? 
So God had to fix the problem to make sure that Abraham got the righteousness by what? Faith. So that he could be a father of what? Many nations. 17. As it is, and I have made thee a father of what? Many nations. Before him, before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the what? The dead. And he calleth those things which be not as though they were. So they've introduced a character of God that God gives life to the dead. He quickeneth, he quickeneth gives life to the dead. Where is the story? The story is coming from a young guy called Isaac. Because when God told Abraham to kill the boy, Abraham had to wrestle with one problem. The promise of God is through this boy. So if I kill him, God will be a liar. Because his promise will not come to pass. So the only way we can do both, that we can kill and God is to be righteous, then there has to be a link between the two. And the link is called resurrection. If I kill the boy here, God must resurrect him so that the promise can still come to pass. <laughs> that was his reasoning. So when God said, Kim said, yeah, 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 let's go do it. It's not my problem. It's your problem to fix it. It's not my integrity on the line. It's your integrity. Oh, yes. Me, I'll do what you have told me. I'll kill him. But you have to keep your side of the story. And this is the problem that we have today. Our problem is we try to fix God's problems. This is our problem. We try to solve his problems. When God says go give $2,000. We begin to wrestle. If I give $2,000, the balance in my bank account will be $76. No? What am I going to do with $76, God? Because, you know, my, look, 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 my budget. <laughs> you are trying to fix his problem. He knows, he knows, he knows what is on your budget. Ay, he knows it. But he's telling you to kill your Isaac so that there can be resurrection. Ah, you're not hearing me. He's trying to kill your Isaac. Because the Lamb of God will never come until the Isaac is killed. So it's either you can keep your Isaac in the natural or you can graduate into the dimension of the spirit where we find Jehovah Jireh. The Lord shall provide. It was not the name of God that God's name is Jehovah Jireh. No, it's the name of the altar where Isaac was sacrificed. Jehovah Jireh has never been the name of God. It's a name of the altar. Where Isaac was sacrificed. But as you know, it was a set up. Someone says set up. 
God will set you up for your promotion. But our problem is when God sets us up, we try to reason. To make sense and crack the equation and understand how, 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 how it shall be. No, he is Jehovah how. Leave him to deal with the how, how, how. Just do what he has told you. That's all. Do what he has told you. Do your part. That's it. Oh, yes. It's up to him to fix the how. That's why I call him who? Jehovah how. Jehovah how. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So Abraham reasoned. If I kill Isaac and God has to feel what he has said, then Isaac must be what? Resurrected. It's not my problem. It's his problem. So let's go do it. That's what we're hearing there. Now this God, not only he quickeneth the dead, but what does he do? He calleth those things which be not as though they were. I'm talking about calling those things which be not as though they were. Things which be not. The Bible says those things are not. However, this God is able to call them as though they were. <laughs> they were. So it's okay to call yourself a multimillionaire. Uh, prophet, am I not lying? I'm broke. No. Say broke to billionaire. Broke to billionaire. It's okay. It's okay. If there's a liar, then the first liar is God. He called Abraham, Abraham. Oh, yes. A father of many nations. When the guy had a little child, yes. he calls him what? A father of men. That was a lie. No. God caused those things be not, which be not as though they were. Because the problem with God. Let me tell the problem with God. Can I tell the problem with God? Do you know why it's very rare in your dreams to have voices? Have you noticed? When God is talking to you in dreams, it's normally pictures and things happening. It's because when God is telling you a story, let's say God wants to tell a story, a story in your dream. God says, um, and the elephant was blue. Okay? You know, you know what will happen? Instead of hearing the voice, and the elephant was blue, because when God speaks, the things become. So as God is speaking, the thing will not come to you as a sound. It will come to you as the thing. So, when God says blue elephant, or the elephant was blue, what are you going to see? You will not hear the voice, but you're going to see a blue elephant. Why? Because when God speaks, the thing becomes. So, instead of you hearing the voice without the thing becoming, no, that will not be God. Because when God speaks, the thing becomes. <laughs> hey! Are you hearing me? When God speaks, the thing becomes. 
So when God called this guy who was not a father of nobody, a father of what? Many, many. That moment when God said it, the guy became a father of many nations. So by the time we're calling him Abraham, I know you call him Abraham. No, that's wrong. It's Abraham. Say neighbor. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Because God went, hey. And the thing hit the guy. Boom. I'm talking about all the areas of the body that were dead. They became alive. (laughs) I'll leave you to see your own visions. (laughs) So the guy really became a father of what? Many nations. So God calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in Hope. So, in other words, every reasoning, can you see now? Every, every reasoning gave him no hope. But against that hope, he believed in hope. Here, here's, here's the equation your reasoning, your thinking in your natural sense may not give you any hope. Yes. But I want you to begin to hope against that hope. Oh, yes. Amen. You're not hearing me. Begin, begin to hope against this. Hopelessness. Hope against it. Hope against it. In the natural things, you can never be a multimillionaire, but begin to hope against it. Say, I hope my circumstances are lying. They are lying. (laughs) Against hope. Believe in what? Hope. He believed in that hope that from God's point of view, it is possible. But from a human point of view, it is not possible. From God's point of view, it is what? Possible. From human point of view, it is what? Impossible. From this angle, possible. From there, impossible. So stay here. Stay this side. Begin to hope against the hope. Begin to say from God's point of view, it is possible. It is doable. It shall become. It shall become. It shall become. Shout yes. Ha. Someone say, ha. Ah. Your only challenge is when you agree with your natural circumstances. Never agree with your natural circumstances. Be a rebel. Be rebellious. Say, I rebel. Be rebellious. Refuse to agree with your natural circumstances. Refuse. Just refuse. It doesn't matter how your natural circumstances look like. Just refuse. (laughs) Just refuse. Be a rebel. Say neighbor. Neighbor. I am rebellious. I I rebel. rebel Against my natural circumstances. Whoever said I can't make it. I I rebel. I will make it. Are you hearing me? The devil is a master of lies. Can I say something? I think I was teaching in Indonesia. I said something. I said, 
There's not enough power in hell to stop you. There's not enough power in heaven to stop you. The only one who has got enough power to stop you is you. Only you can stop you. Because even if the devil has beaten you on the ground with your legs in the air. <laughs> you know what the devil said? The devil said, you are finished. But you need to tell him, shut up, shut up, shut up. I am not finished. Why? Strike down, but not destroyed. Are you hearing me? You can be struck down, but you are beyond destruction. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. yes. Hey. You may have trouble in every side, but not distressed. You may be puzzled, perplexed, but refuse to despair. Are you hearing me? You may be persecuted by everyone around you. Ha, listen. But you are never forsaken. Struck down, but never destroyed. You are beyond destruction. The only time you can be destroyed is when you agree with the devil that it is over. Remember, life and death. The moment you agree with the devil that uh, now I'm finished, you have just dug your own grave. Oh, yes. You are really finished. Even if he's pulling your tongue to say it, you are, say it! I refuse to say it. Say <laughs> never! Hey! Are you here? Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Now this is where our problem is. Are you hearing me? The Bible does not say his body was not dead. The Bible agrees that his body was dead. So here we've got a problem. Because Sarah, we know she was bearing him. Problem number two, Sarah became old. Problem number three, Sarah had reached menopause. But Abraham was fine. All that time Abraham was what? Fine. He was jumping up and down. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's like well, only, the only problem is my wife, you know, my wife. <laughs> there was a bit of hope, but then both of them system shut down, power off, <laughs> lights down. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got both sides problematic. I wonder, what does the Bible say? And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now what? Dead. In other words, when he was thinking about what God is able to do, he didn't factor in 
the deadness of his body. Yes. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yes, he didn't put them into the equation. Because the moment you put those into the equation, what you are trying to say is your God has no solution to those two things. But the way I know my God, oh, yes. the way I know Jehovah, oh, yes. he's got the perfect solution to whatsoever problem there could be. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Because if Abraham was going to dwell on these two factors, the deadness of his body and the deadness of Sarah's womb, what is the, the answer? Zero. Game over. So it's like, it's like you are multiplying anything with a zero. It doesn't matter how big your figures could be. The moment you multiply a zero in that equation, it's a game over. But refuse to put a zero there. Because your Jehovah is not concerned by a zero. Your God is not worried by your zero. Remember, we talked about a God who created everything from nothing. So God is able to work with your zero. Oh yes. Don't put it in there as if it's a stumbling block. Yeah. He was hundred years of age. How old are you? <laughs> just, just in my ear. You're a young man. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. I'm telling you. Abraham, the Bible says, was 100 years old. 100 years of age. Are you hearing me? 20. He staggered not at the promise of God. Through what? And believe, but was what strong in faith, giving what glory. Father, I thank you gonna do it. Jehovah, I thank you. You see, you see, you see what happens is when things are not looking as if they will happen, the first thing that goes out of your mouth is praise. It it disappears. Oh yes. No, refuse. Continue praising Him. Oh yes. For what he said, because he's going to do it. Are you hearing me? And being fully what? Persuaded that he that promised. He was what? Able also to perform. Now, the word able there is dunatos. Dunatos is where you find dunamis, which is power. So we're talking about a God who not only promised, but this God was also what? Able to perform. But the key is the guy was what? Fully. Fully. Oh, yes. Fully. Oh, yes. Persuaded. Most of us, we are half persuaded. Some of us quarter persuaded. Some of us, one third persuaded. So I figured out if I need to fix me, then I have to be fully persuaded. 
So how do I fix me? I fix me by overwhelming me with evidence. Are you hearing me? When you overwhelm yourself with evidence, then you become what? Fully persuaded. What can persuade you except evidence? Come, think, think about it. What can persuade you except evidence? When you have got too much evidence, it becomes something which is beyond a shadow of doubt. The reason why people doubt is because they are not yet overwhelmed with evidence. The moment you overwhelm yourself with the evidence, there's, there's no room for doubt in you. You are so overwhelmed with evidence. I told you the other day that some of you, if we were put on trial in court for being a Christian, you'll be acquitted. Because there's no enough evidence that you're a Christian. They have to be incriminating evidence. We know this guy is a Christian. How do you know? Mm, He goes to church on Sunday. That's not incriminating evidence. Because someone can say, me, I'm the cleaner in the church. I just go clean for them. I don't worship with them. (laughs) Someone will say, me, I just go cook for them. That's it. So coming to church is not incriminating evidence. What can incriminate you for being a Christian? It has to be beyond a shadow of what? Doubt. Abraham was what? Fully persuaded. Why? He was overwhelmed by evidence. Say neighbor. Evidence. 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 So, what what was persuasive about the power of God? About the ability of God that God was able to not toss. He was powerful. He was capable. Hmm? Are you hearing me? That this God was what? Powerful. He was what? Capable. He was strong. Hmm. 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 And therefore, it was imputed to him for what? Righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. But for us also. Someone say us also. Us also. To whom it shall be what? Imputed if we believe on him. Oh. It shall. It shall also be what? Imputed to us. If we what? Believe on him that what? Raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. It is easier for us to believe than it was for Abraham in his day. Why? Because Abraham was dealing with if, if I kill Isaac, God will raise him up. Are you hearing me? But us, we're not dealing with the if, then probably, if, probably, no. We're talking about a God who raised Jesus from the dead. Yes. So it's beyond discussion. Oh, yes. It's beyond just believing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know Jesus died. Oh, yeah. We know Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And from our point of view, from our point of view, there are so many evidences 
Where when Jesus came out of the grave, even people who had died long time ago, they came out of the grave. We also know in the time of Jesus, Lazarus came out of the grave. And a young boy from a village called Nine came out of the grave. Are you hearing me? They came out of death, they became alive. So in other words, for us, we have got too much evidence already. Elijah raised people from the dead. Elisha raised people from the dead. Are you hearing me? Even his bones raised someone from the dead. So for us, there's already too much evidence of the resurrection power. It is possible. So I don't know what is your situation, what you are going through today. Because you may be in that category where you are saying, no, 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 no. Something has to come to life. Something has to be resurrected in my life. I've come to understand and know beyond any shadow of doubt that there's only one powerful power. Hmm, is that English? That's a good English. Yeah, if an Aussie says it's a good English, then it's what? It's good English. I don't care what everyone thinks. As long as my son says it's good English, it is good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Say yes. yes. Ha, there's only one powerful power. And that powerful power is called resurrection. Oh, yes. I rest my case. There's no greater power than resurrection. The most powerful power you can ever come in contact with is called resurrection. Because that power is beyond sin. Sin brought death. Resurrection reversed. Uh, Resurrection what? Reversed the power of death that came by sin. So if someone is doing, the other one is reversing, who is greater? The reverser. Oh yes. Amen. So in other words, God let the devil do his worst. He allowed him. Hey, Adam, hey, Eve. He goes, whatever, do it. I don't care. I am able to fix it. (laughs) The seed of a woman. She shall come (laughs) and crush your head. Who is this seed of a woman? When he came, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Uh Uh-uh. How can a seed of a woman be the resurrection and the life? How come? Because he was not born of a woman. He was not born of a woman. He was carried by a woman. <laughs> Jesus was not, was not born of a woman. He was carried by a woman. Haven't you read where he came from? How shall this be? I know not a man. What was the answer? The power of the Most High shall overshadow them. 
and uh, that we shall be born of you shall be that we shall be born shall be called the Son of God. So, in other words, the source of Christ, the source of Jesus, was not the woman. The source of Jesus was outside the human creation. He came from outside creation. The source is God Almighty by the power of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? So he entered the creation not as a human being. No, but as the resurrection and the life. So he goes to the devil and says, kill me. Kill me. You say you can kill, kill me. I've heard that you, you are running around telling people that you can kill. Here I am, kill me. He even sets his, his own death. Takes bread, gives to Judas, whatever you're about to do. Do it what? Quickly! And then the Bible says the devil entered him. So he goes to Pilate. Pilate says, do you know that I've got power to release you? And set you free. He says, no, no, no. You have no power over me. Except what is given to you from above. Tell me, are you the Christ? No answer. He says, let's, let's go to the cross. Because the devil thinks he's got power to kill. Me, I am the resurrection and the life. I've got a commandment from my father. That I can lay down my life and I can pick it up whenever I want. Nobody is able to kill me. So he goes on the cross. <laughs> he goes on the cross. What Jesus did on the cross was a miracle. Nobody could die in that short time on the cross. The cross was not meant to kill someone quickly. It was meant to kill somebody slowly. A very painful death. So he was nailed on that cross at 9 a.m. in the morning. We are told about 12 midday, darkness came on the earth. We are told about 3 p.m. when he cried, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. And then he surrenders his what? Spirit. He dies after six hours. Because six is a number of man. Six is a number of what? Man. He had to finish end the dominion of man. It had to come to an end. Now when the soldiers came to break the legs, they broke the legs of the first guy, second guy. Why? They were still alive. So they broke their legs, removed them from the cross, and put them in their graves. They were still alive, but with the broken legs, they could not run. It was meant to be slow and painful. Excruciating. But when they came to Christ, it was already dead. Why? Nobody can take my life. I can release it whenever I want to. So he let it go. And died. So he went to meet the devil. One on one. Someone say one on one. one. Imagine someone who claims, I am powerful. Me, I'm the devil. You kill somebody. Then he appears. I am here. 
<laughs> he was saying, you're powerful, I am here. <laughs> Someone say resurrection. resurrection. I'm telling you, there's nothing more dangerous than resurrection. If only you could understand resurrection, all your problems are over. Why am I saying so? I'm saying so because, because I've come to understand that every problem came because Adam had sinned. If Adam sinned, then he died. Therefore, every problem is a product of death. Now, anything that can conquer death, they should be able to fix any kind of problem. Are you not hearing me? Have you heard me? That's why Apostle Paul prays a prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 from verse number 15. What does he say? They give me 15 to 23. Wherefore I also, after that I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto the saints, ceasing not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers always, that the God, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of God, may give unto you the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Uh-huh. The eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened. That you may know three things. Three things. Number one, the hope of his calling. Number two, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Number three, what is the exceeding greatness. You know, you, you know, you know, English is lacking. Let me, let me read that one in my Malawian language. What is the exceeding greatness? <laughs> you can't just say, the same greatness of it. The same greatness. The same greatness. Ah, no. It's not carrying the weight. The exceeding greatness of his what? Power. To who? To Someone said to us. It's to us what? To us what? Someone said to us what? If you write that English in your exam, the teacher will mark you. Wrong. (laughs) To us what? Who believe? Now, it's good as it is, but what does the Bible say? It says, wait a minute. Let me show you how it worked. According to the working of his mighty what? Power. So, it's mighty power, exceeding greatness. Can you say can you say what the, he's compounding to give you the weight, the heaviness of what he's talking about? Mighty what? Power. Uh-huh. Which he what? Which he wrought in Christ Jesus when he what? When he raised him up from the dead and set him. Uh huh. Uh huh. At his own right hand. Where? In heavenly places. Oh my God. Resurrection power is not just, I'm resurrected. No, it goes beyond that. By the resurrection power, you find yourself on the right hand of the majesty. (laughs) I, I, 
today. Some of you, you think you are not deserving. But let me tell you today. Change the way you see yourself. As long as you came under the influence of the resurrection power. Oh my God. I want you to put makeup on yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am deserving. Receive it. Look yourself in the mirror. Uh, no, let me add. Let me make it a bit darker. Yeah. And say, who said I'm not deceiving? <laughs> Receive it in Port Mosby. Receive it in Port Mosby. Receive it in Port Mosby. Take it in the name of Jesus. Whoever had said you are not deceiving, I cancel it in Jesus' name. Someone said, because of time. I can't finish this thing. It's big. It's huge. It's huge. Huge. Imagine being seated on the right hand of the Father. Now, the problem, the problem with the, the way they wrote that chapter, can I tell you the problem? The way he wrote the chapter, it was too much thoughts to put them together. Are you hearing me? Too many thoughts. So he breaks them down small, small, small. So we miss the point. Are you hearing me? But when you leave what I leave where I've said, let's go to chapter two, from verse one to verse number six. You're gonna see something there. I want to show you something, and then I'm done. I want to show you something. The subject has changed. Has come to who? Say me. me. What has happened to you? And you have you what? Resurrected. So when I say you are not waiting for a resurrection, you are already resurrected. That's the verse. And you have quickened. God made you become alive. Who were what? Who were dead in your what? Trespasses and sins. Where in, in time past you walked. According to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now waketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had a what? Manner of life. Conversation in times past in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and we are by nature, we were born, we were natural, born children of God's wrath. Wow. So, in other words, punishing sinners, God wouldn't even blink, they are born for it. So, people say, No, if God is really merciful, I think He will not punish sinners. Eh? Is He your cousin or what? <laughs> they are born to be punished. Oh, yeah. Even us were born to be punished. Oh, yes. <laughs> My God. Ay! Look at verse number four. But God. Someone say, but God. But God. One more time, say, but God. but God. Who is what? Rich in mercy. For his what? 
great. It's not just love. Remember, remember what I told you. Apostle is compounding to tell you the heavy weight of what he's talking about. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his what? Great love. Where with what? He loved us. Even when we were dead in sins. Hath what? Quickened us. Uh, uh, you didn't hear me. Hath what? Quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are what? So, in brackets. In other words, when you were still walking in your sins, you were already made alive. Can I go one level deeper? Be- before your dad and your mother <clears throat> saw each other. Oh, yes. I'm not talking about they were talking. They, before they saw each other. Oh, yes. You were already resurrected in Christ. Oh, you were resurrected on the day Jesus was resurrected. Not, not a day after. Not a week after. But when Jesus was coming out of the grave, you come out of the grave. Oh, yes. ah, this is a shock to the devil system. When the devil is going, wing, 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 to him, shut up, shut up, shut up. Do you, know when I was, do you know when I was resurrected? When Jesus came out of that grave, I came out of the grave. You can go and help yourself in the toilet. Tell him to shut up. Are you hearing me? That's why there's now no condemnation. You are beyond condemnation. Why? You resurrected with the Christ when he came out of the grave. Are you hearing me? Say yes. Yes. You rose with the Christ on that day. That's why I told you. God told me. He said, no, no, no. It's not about Christ. It's about you. It's about you. You came out with the Christ. So when the Bible says, which he wrote in Christ, when he raised him up from the dead and he set him at his own right hand, you were also. (laughs) You were also set on the right hand of God together with Christ. Say yes. Ah. Ah. You are not an earthling. You are not an earthy dweller. You are seated with the Christ oh, yeah. in the heavenly places. Not only seated, but on the right hand of the Father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? So don't be apologetic. Wake up to who you are. Oh, yeah. Wake up to who you are. Oh, yeah. Say neighbor, neighbor. Wake, up. wake up. Say it's about me. Yeah. You see, when you read chapter one, you may forget that they're talking about you. You may think they're only talking about who? Christ. Oh, God raised him from the dead and set him on the road in the heavenly places. Now, look at the next verse. Far above. Far above. Look at the next chapter one. Uh, our people there, chapter one. Me, I'm preaching from two chapters. That's when you know it's a, it's a, it's a prophet. 
the revelator. You preach from two chapters at once. At once. Two chapters at once. <laughs> uh huh. Far. Give me 21. Uh huh. One, two, three, go. Far above. Oh, what? Oh, principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is <laughs> shout yeah so when the bible says you are more than a conqueror it's not only talking about conquering in Sydney no no not just Australia uh-uh not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. So in other words, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are pre-qualified. Pre-qualified to be a success. Not only in this life, but also in the next life. You are a success forever. Shout yes! Say I can never fail. Say I am unstoppable. Say I can't be defeated. Townsville, 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 receive it, receive it in Port Mosby, in Adelaide, receive it in Adelaide, receive it in Adelaide. I. <laughs> what kind of a creature are you? What kind of a creature are you? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A creature. Not a new human being. Creature. Say, I'm a creature. They couldn't even find a name for you. What name do you give to something which is a winner now, but it's also a winner in the world to come? <laughs> It's a creature. Someone say creature. creature. Are you hearing me? Imagine the devil is trying to convince you that you are sick. Now imagine you are telling him your story. Tell him, Shara, let me tell you my story, devil. Keep quiet. Watch this. <laughs> hey! Shut up and watch this. When Jesus came out of the grave, I came out of the grave. When God raised Jesus, I was raised in Christ. When God set Jesus on his right hand, I was made to sit on the right hand of God. Far above all principality and the power and dominion and the might and every name that is named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Shout Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. 
Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom. Shalom.